Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Real Estate Matters. For over nine and a half years, the voice of real estate in Flagler County in Palm Coast, Florida. I'm Toby Tobin. I'm the publisher of GoToby.com and a Florida licensed commercial realtor with Grand Living Realty. And here, back from vacation again, once again, Walker Douglas. Well, the, the, the term vacation is misleading. Absent without leave? Does that Absent sound without better? pay. Um, a vac- oh, all right, a vacation doesn't exist today. It doesn't. Well, not the the, bo- the baby almost. boomers were the last generation to experience a true vacation where you go somewhere and and nobody contacts you, and you're not doing business. Well, the weekends were like that too. Yeah, back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a beautiful world. It was in. a beautiful world. Yeah, and and you could raise a family on one income, and you could take a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore, is it? No. Well, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors, Flagler County Home Builders Association, Klein Construction, American Village, a gated 55-plus community where I am a resident, and the Hammock Community Church where I'm also a resident. Ah, you've moved. My favorite church. Uh, and I've. this is Walker Douglas, the other voice on the other end of the microphone I here. am. And he's my uh, generational opposite. I, I'm yeah. a member of the silent generation, non-practicing member, by the way, and you're a millennial. I've made you an honorary millennial. We have a plaque. Because I act like I'm your age? Because you're idealistic. Okay. Except you actually have the wisdom to back it up. Well, thank you. That's the, That's... Best compliment I've had in a couple of weeks. It's because you haven't been here. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a, a compliment drought. Yeah. Uh, January, we had, uh, we did last week, I thought, was the final January numbers, but there was one more house sold. So it's January home sold is 158, up from 143 January a year ago. That's a 10%, 10.5% increase. Median price three eighty one two fifty versus three fifty nine four hundred. That's up six point one percent. That ain't nothing to shake a stick at. Uh, new homes sold sixty eight of the hundred fifty eight, or in other words, forty three percent of the homes were new homes sold. Oh, uh, nationally it was only thirty two percent. So above average, Palm Coast. Well, well, we're above average on several key metrics like age, <laughs> uh, chintziness. That's, you're going to have to enlighten me on that definition. Chintzy? Yeah. That's just that's a cheap. Cheap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, Are we, Mark, can, we, can you make sure we can say that on the radio? It feels no, like actually uh, feels like maybe just forty forty three point five percent of Palm Coast residents learned the limbo so they could get in to pay toilets. Nice. I used to do that in uh college with the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Save two seventy five. Yeah, well uh total sales, that's the total value of all of the single family homes sold. And these numbers all come from MLS, so the for sale by owners and some of the New construction sales that don't go through MLS are not 
included in these statistics. But 74.7 million versus 61 million, that's up 22%. So it stands, that, that's the way math works. Walker. Okay. Did you see yeah. the blank stare on my face? Yeah, I did. <laughs> eyes, <laughs> eyes in the headlights. Look, uh, if the number of homes sold is greater and the median price is greater, then the total sales is up more than either of those. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, early February results. We got homes listed 1,035. That's wow. that's jumped a lot in yeah. the last year and a half, but it's only jumped up by one from two two weeks ago. Two weeks ago it was one thousand thirty four. But here was a surprise. It surprised me this morning. Three hundred and fifty nine homes are pending, and it was only two hundred and eighty two weeks ago. So we're obviously coming out of the doldrums. Over the holidays. This is the time of year to put stuff under contract, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Well, this is – and, of course, they're pending means they're going to be closing in March and April probably. And, and March and April are generally good months for, for sales closings being reported. January February is down because there weren't many deals struck in November and, and December. And interestingly, you know, we've been watching the number of uh, million-dollar-plus homes sold and how many of them are cash. And uh, so far in February, there are no million-dollar sales out of over 100 homes sold. But the top six are all cash. So that that has Holds true. Mm -hmm. Still holding. That's 43.1% of all sales so far. Or cash month to date, and only one home has sold for less than two hundred and forty thousand dollars. And that, I'm guessing, went with a mortgage. Probably, yeah. I didn't. I didn't look, but it probably did. Although it could have been a fixer up or investor home. Investors more often than not will pay cash. Sure. They don't necessarily pay with their cash a lot of times. Well, my son is in this business in Charleston, South Carolina. He buys. Um, fixer-uppers, and then he does the work himself. He's a very talented contractor, but his his it's not a conventional mortgage. He works with what they call hard money. That's the money you get when money's hard to get. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, but the, the interest rates on hard money are like in the 15% range. Well, you got to turn and burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Timing is everything. So other news, and I'm going to mention this again. I mentioned it last week, but there's only been one because people are really worried about the housing market right now. I, I when are they not? Well, they're more worried. No, they're they're just they're uncertain because we're getting mixed signals. You know, it's hard hard to be a correct forecaster. You might just as well flip a coin. Now, uh, mortgage rates are. Up a little over a week ago, not much, just a tad. Um, you know the reports you get out of the Fed are uh, like new jobs uh, or CPI. They always revise. They sound good when they come out with That's the right. numbers, but then they quietly revise the number later in the month. <clears throat> so you can't have an awful lot of confidence in what you're getting out of the Fed. 
but only one new foreclosure uh, last month in January. Okay. <clears throat> and only one completed foreclosure, and that's when they actually sell the foreclosed home to somebody else. And we had zero for a long shot, though, there, didn't we? No, no never, never got... Never got down to zero. It's it's always been under. It's been under ten a month. Single digits. Single digits for several okay. several months in a row. So in the news, oh no, here's another thing. And I, I did mention this last week too, but one of the and maybe we can talk about it later. The the big hot buttons in town is growth and how we have to. Uh, one of one of the city members of city council is even talking about, although she doesn't use the term moratorium, she uses the word pause, but it's a it's a distinction without a difference. Uh, moratorium is a big word too. Well, she's an attorney; she ought to be able to know how to spell moratorium. But the the fact is that we're we're in a growth mode, but Florida has been in a growth mode for the last hundred years, sure. and there are ups and downs in the market, and we're not really in an up phase right now. We're just, you know, there are a lot of other, if you read the national press on the housing industry, and I just Googled this morning, and so the top 10 markets for new housing, we're, we're not even... There are very few Florida properties yeah. or cities that are in that list. You know, we're in the uh, we're in some at the top of some list like the beneficiaries of the blue to red state migration. You know, we're getting California and New York are losing the most people, and and Texas and North Carolina, Tennessee, and Florida are, are gaining the most people. And we're definitely at the top of the list of. People selling their condos because insurance is getting too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, insurance in Florida, uh, you know, we just have to face the fact that Florida is subject to some severe weather. That's right. Part and, of life. And it always has been. It's not It's not really getting any worse, despite what the climate change advocates will say. Uh, city of Palm Coast in 2022 had 1,730 single-family permits, building permits. 2023 was only 1,342, so it's down 22.4%. That's a pretty straightforward indicator of growth right there. I can't yeah, think of a it, better one. It, it is, and and I expect it to go up substantially this year because we're really uh, – the fact that the number of permits issued was down – to be honest, I don't believe it's because lack of demand. It was just lack of buildable lots exactly. and you know, other other constraints, supply chain constraints, labor constraints, uh, money constraints, because a lot of builders have to finance their building. So you, do you think with all those up. with permits going up substantially this year that, that median price might come down a little bit with the new supply on the market? Um no, no, I don't. I agree. Yeah, because I, I, I think the the latent demand is there. You know, the builders just can't get their lots ready. Now, if you drive around town, 
you find um, you know all up and down U.S. One on the west side, there are three major developers with projects, um, and several hundred homes will be built there this next year yeah. in that area. And then uh, there's some new construction going on in town center now, residential construction, both single family and multifamily. There are other, Seagate has a project. They haven't started marketing yet at all, but it's already up in, it's, I don't know how many homes are in there, maybe a hundred. It's about the same size as Matanzas Lakes and it's uh, off London. Yeah. You have to kind of drive and it's not something you notice driving around the main streets. At the north end of town. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. But the, the horizontal work's all done, curbs, gutters. You're going to see commercial hitting that US-1 roundabout at the north end of town very soon, I think, with all the rooftops coming in finally. Mm-hmm. Well, the, Those rooftops a, that have been planned for 20 years at this point. Well, actually, there's there's a uh, project there. There are five different parcels. It's a major parcel plus four out parcels on the northeast corner of Matanzas and US-1. And at one time, that was rumored to be uh, another Publix, and that was back when the market was just going potty yep. 20 years ago, and Albertsons was selling their store on Belterre between the two east-west Palm Coast Parkways, and Publix bought kind of a preemptive move, I think. They bought the Albertsons rather than than build up in Matanzas, but that property just sold, and that, that type of property... You know, with the infrastructure already done, doesn't sell unless someone's going to do something with it. Right? Exactly away. right. Yeah, you don't buy that to sit on. So, got to take a break, folks. Uh, we'll be here shortly. Don't go away. Free for all Friday. Well, I think we have leaders and administrators that um, are, are less ego and more humility. Local people, local voices. But you got to prioritize the, the the necessary versus the nice to have. I'm David Ayers. Join me and my co-host, Brian McMillan. Free for all Friday, following the news at 9 and Pierre's Reality Check. Right here on WNZF with streaming and podcast on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Welcome back to the second half of Real Estate Matters. I'm here with Walker Douglas, who's been out of town for two weeks. It's good to have you back, Walker. But, but still with you. Okay, uh, Flagler County Home Builders Association, Klein Construction, American Village, and Hammock Community Church are sponsors for the show. We we'll thank them. Got a good rap sheet. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, the fact that there will probably be more new construction this year than there was last year. And the reason being that uh, last year's dip in construction wasn't so much a dip in demand as a dip in just availability of lots to be built on. There's a lot of horizontal construction. That's the horizontal construction is where you put the roads and the stormwater management system in, the electrical, the water and sewer, all of that before you can actually... Uh, survey the lots and stake them out and get a building permit. 
but we were talking about how much uh, work is going on uh, on US-1 north and mostly south of Matanzas, but actually south of the Egg Museum and north of Palm Coast Parkway. There's also a lot of work going around on Roberts Road and St. John's, or not St. John's, John Anderson. Yeah, there is. Uh, over in the Flagler Beach area on this side of the intercoastal. But Roberts Road has three projects right now. The KB Home has a single-family development. They're already putting up their models. There's a 200-plus apartment complex that looks like it's just about done. They've got, you can see cars. or Some people have moved into some of the buildings already. And another uh, new newer construction between the KB Homes and the old Sea Ray plant. That's 200-plus homes, too. And, and the horizontal construction's well underway there, as it is down in uh, the just north of Grand Landings. That'll be very good for business for Flagler Beach, for all the mom and pops over there, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, uh, of course, they have to f- figure out where people are going to park. That's when you get to where are people going to park, that's usually a sign of a thriving economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I I've, have a good friend in Flagler Beach who says that Flagler Beach doesn't have a parking problem. They have a people who don't want to walk more than a block <laughs> <That's right>. problem. That <laughs> yeah. they just want to, they want to park literally on the beach. I love when you get the the person at the gym who complains to the front desk person because they had to park thirty yards away from the front door of the gym. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, CNBC says that I. So this is a repeat also, too, but that the United States is short four and a half to five million homes. And that's that's why I'm confident here. We have so many positive signs. Yeah, uh, uh, I've had more requests on the commercial side lately to help find space. And this isn't just it's office space. It's retail space. It's uh commercial, more typically commercial, uh, light industrial manufacturing warehouse space, and we just don't have any. Commercial and office in particular seems to be on the comeback. Office is the underdog, and I sent you an article last night about several. I mean, the journal, everybody's publishing basically the same article saying these big funds, um, if they have dry powder, and if they don't, they're raising funds to buy existing office buildings. A lot of reasons. One reason, if you're in Florida, it's so much – It's it almost doesn't make sense to build anything new because impact fees have you totally priced out. So mm-hmm. building new offices is, is a huge loser, but buying an existing office that's – um, struggling because they've been vacated is a lot more lucrative. Yeah, but but we are not in that category, you know, because we we don't have we don't have an inventory of forty and fifty and eighty and hundred year old buildings. Oh, oh, sure, yeah, Palm Coast specifically, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, over uh, the the average age of a home in Palm Coast is way less than half the average age nationally. Yeah. You know, more than half of our inventory was built since 2004. 
It's single family residential. Palm Coast is is unique in lots of ways. So one, it's old. I mean the the demographics, the people. We we are old, um, and partly because of the way Palm Coast was marketed so successfully by IT and T, a higher percentage of our population is penurious. Say again, penurious. Okay. You know, and that's I commented earlier that many of them learned the limbo so they could get into pay toilets. Yeah. Uh, I was a member of the Elks Club for years, and the bar, I was talking with the bartender one evening, and she was moaning. Uh, she said, you know, you know the difference between an elk and a canoe? I said, no, what's the difference between an elk and a canoe? And she says... A canoe tips. Nice. <laughs> she showed me the tip jar, which had some dollar bills on top, but lots of quarters underneath. <laughs> and you know, some people would say that that's why we don't have a Costco. We we are finally getting a warehouse store here, but it's not a Costco. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you getting feedback that well, we got BJ's, but we still want a Costco? <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, it's. It's just, you know, we have, uh, it's interesting the way Flagler County is laid out because all of the commercial corridors are, major corridors are north-south corridors except for US-1 or State Road 100. Uh, And each of these corridors, many of them create barriers like the Intercoastal Waterway. And so we're really, it's a bifurcated market if you look at Look at, uh, I, I don't even talk about condos much as a market because if you talk about the median price of a condo in Flagler County, it's it's a meaningless number. And so is average because you've got the condos that are beachside on the east side yeah. of the intercoastal are so much more expensive than the ones on the west side of the intercoastal. So it's not really... You can't look at it as one market. It's it's a bifurcated market, and and single family residential falls into the same categories. You've got the market from the beach to the intercoastal, then you've got the intercoastal to ninety five, ninety five to one, and then western part of the county. Thus is the basically the case for all of Florida. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, if you fly over Florida, uh, you know, Florida's got something like, I think, 22 million people. And other than the the I-4 corridor, everybody lives on the coast. That's right. There's You can drive, you can fly over vast areas of Florida and see nothing but trees or farms. Yeah, if you want to buy some acreage... Um and be willing to live in a trailer out on your own, mm-hmm. getting close, Toby. Uh, <laughs> no, you can find it. I'm I'm in my third final house. <laughs> that's good. And and well, that's that's a topic for another show. But you know, life life isn't always the way you plan it. It's, it's it gets handed to you. 
Yeah, whoever did your actuarial table got that way off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remember when the actuarial tables for, first came out on the internet where you could plug in your age and your health statistics and everything. And I remember uh, it predicted that my uh, projected death year was or age was 72. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm eight years past that. Morbid. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I, I had a... Uh, extensive medical history, and so, so does the family. No, that's how they use the actuarial statistics. Well, we're at the end of another show. Had a good time, as usual. I hope you folks did, too. We'll be back. Are you going to be back next week, Walker? Be, yes, sir. Okay, we'll be back next week. Hope you will be, too. I'm Toby Tobin, and I approve this show. <laughs>